Welcome, welcome, all you listeners out there. This is The Difference Podcast. I am your host, CO, and I'm here with my amazing... Have I used that one? Yes, you have. Hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm here with my outstanding... There we go. My outstanding co-host, Garrett. How you doing today, sir? Good. What's up, all you beautiful people out there? Uh, They're doing well. I hope, I hope. We hope you're doing well. Exactly. If not... Maybe then, it'll just make you feel better. Exactly. I was going to say that, but I'm glad you finished there off we with go. that. All right. Well, today we are here with our good friend from the hospital, Jamelia. Jamelia, how are you doing today? I am well. Oh. I'm honored to be here. Thank I'm, you for having me. I'm glad that you're the you first can... person to say you're honored to be here. And we really oh, appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is, it's, 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 she's a nice uh, breath of fresh air for us. Uh, wow. Yes. But um, Jamelia, we, uh, I at least know that. You just came back from your trip to Jamaica. Yes, yes. How was that for you? You guys, it was hot. Oh boy! I bet it was. (laughs) I I, my favorite my favorite time to go to Jamaica is in the springtime and then Christmas time. In the springtime, okay. Summertime is too hot. Does it get cold in the Christmas time? Do they have like a like? Okay, this is probably a stupid question, but they I'm sure they have a winter season. But like, does it get cold like it does here, or is it just kind of like? Well, not like it does here, but it gets cold in the morning time. Okay, so so like like we're like a a cool morning. Okay, you know, but like. Sorry, I just changed the lights. Oh no, I barely even noticed. Um, it's a little. Uh, it was I forgot to uh, close that, so it's a little bright in here. But other than that, it's pretty chill. Yeah, but. Yeah, I know when I go to Nigeria, we usually go during the winter time and there it's some it's something called I don't know how to say this without uh putting out a pop culture term, but it's called hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> or hammer time. I don't know how to quite uh I forgot how exactly it's pronounced, but it sounds like that is basically the uh dry wind coming through uh dry cold wind coming through uh and that's what makes up like the you know winter in africa if you will so but it's still like 85 degrees the yeah, whole time. yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> i think it only goes down to like fifth no 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 like max like 70 degrees that's horrible yeah. no that is still lovely that's it's a pretty i, lovely I love the winter like i love when it's cold because i hate how hot it is all the time yeah like i can't stand the heat it's so like I would not be able to live. Oh boy! I, I, if it never gets below like seventy, which seventy is cool and it's pretty chill. Yeah, but like if it never got below seventy here, I'd, yeah. Know. Oh boy. Well, which it barely does over here in Alabama. Mm. But yeah, but um, but yeah. Why did you end up going to Jamaica this time of year? So actually, this is my third time in Jamaica this year wow. alone. Oh, yes, wow. I, um, Somebody wants to get out of the States. No. So, so here's the thing. <laughs> I, I love going to Jamaica. Um, I feel at home there. Yes. You know, that's where my parents mm-hmm. are from. And from a young age, they made sure we, we would go there like every summer. Okay. Right. So I think in middle school was the first time... I went for Christmas time mm-hmm. and I fell in love. Oh. Like, it was just cooler. Um, it's like Jamaica is lively all the time. Yeah. But like I learned this game called Crown and Anchor. It's like some gambling game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was just not condoned in colorful. the States. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was just watching. I was just no, watching. It was like, it just, Definitely I just not saw, here. Yeah, I just saw Jamaica just like liven up. Yeah. In a way yeah I yeah. just never saw, you know, saw it before. And as a kid, that was exciting. Yeah. However, um, now my child mm-hmm. has an opportunity to 
kind of be raised in Jamaica, oh, which is what I love. Oh, but how, how old is he again? He turns three oh, this wow. October. Oh, a little oh. youngin. So, <laughs> little youngin. So, yeah, little you know, little toddler boy, yes. We're doing a little... An actual toddler boy, yes. Yeah, he's <laughs> very energetic. But we're yeah. doing a lot of like... Uh, I guess you'll call it international co-parenting. Oh, that's yes. kind of what's going on right now. I so. completely agree with that. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. low-key kind of dope. I, it for real, is. For real. Like, <laughs> imagine growing up, you're, you're like, yeah, my dad's in Jamaica, my mom's here, so I go back and forth. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I love it. I, was exactly. him. I love it for him. I yeah. only thing I want, I want him to come home with an accent. Oh, that's what I now, want. Jamaican accents are dope. I love yeah. it. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. People sound. And I'm sure as he gets older, the ladies will love the Jamaican oh, accent yeah, too. Like, so you gotta watch yeah. out for yeah, him. Exactly. When he gets exactly. that accent, yeah. He comes back over here and they're all gonna be like, Oh, where are you from? Trust me, I know. Like I'd be hearing Jamaican men talk and I'm just like Oh boy. Yeah. It's, a, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you have to you have to be that mama that beats off all the women. Like get away from my Exactly, son. exactly. He's my boy. Oh um, but yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, start from the beginning with you. If you could uh, go in a little bit into what your childhood was like, what it was like growing up for you. Um, yeah, could you give a little bit? Of- yeah, um, you guys, honestly, I feel like sometimes I draw a blank when oh. I think about my childhood. Yeah. Like, and then not until my mom or my siblings, they say something. I'm just like, oh, I do remember that. Oh. Um, but yeah, I can see. imagine. It's the whole yeah. comedy in the consciousness thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, it comes with what I always say. It's like, uh, I'm telling you, one day you just wake up and you're five years yeah. old, and that's when you start life. Okay. You don't remember anything prior to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Me. But I will say this. Like, right now, I am... Uh, I'm trying to write my, write my personal statement for med school. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, I know I want to be a doctor, but like, why do I actually want to like mm-hmm. enter into that space? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like going through all these stories and it all comes back to like Jamaica somehow. Oh, okay. So like when I was four years old, my mom was in nursing school. So, like, I was born in 94, my youngest brother was born in 95, mm-hmm. and then my youngest sister was born in 97, okay? okay? And you were born in America, right? Yeah, I was born yeah. in America. Were you born in Alabama? Or just no, in America? No, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Way up there. Yeah, so, in order for her to finish nursing school, she dropped us off in Jamaica, Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> With her. You guys will stay here for now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? No, that was, it was such a free way to grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can be like, I don't want this to sound like, I mean, Jamaica is a third world country, yeah. but you know, just like running around barefoot, yeah, you know, climbing yeah, yeah. trees, yeah. getting yeah, like being, the mangoes yeah. and coconut. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when you're a kid, you don't really care about none of that. Exactly. Exactly. You're just a kid running around having a good time. Yeah. I think I saw on your Instagram stories, oh it was like you were at the beach, right? Was yes. that the beach? I hope I'm saying it right. I don't know. I just know I saw sand and I saw water. Okay. And I saw yeah. That was feet. the beach. Yeah. 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 But yes, I like that's that. what a beach is. <laughs> sand. Well, I mean, I sand said, in the ocean. I mean, I yeah. said beach and she was like, I don't know what you're talking no, about. I, I thought like, you were going to mention the story where one of. Like his cousins was like getting the mangoes from the tree. Oh, so okay. like, yeah, that wasn't the beach. But. Yeah, I don't think I saw that one. But, but that's like a fresh ass mango. <laughs> like, straight no, off we, the tree, we legit, bro. They legit like they took the mangoes from the tree yeah. and then they made like a mango ginger juice. Ooh, just like yo, this is life. Mm, little ginger <laughs> this is fusion. Life. Yeah. Wow. But but yeah, I just I grew up going back and forth to Jamaica, and it was kind of it was kind of odd because. When you get to a certain age, you kind of feel you don't really belong anywhere. Yeah, so, like, okay. growing up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, it's like, okay, yes, I'm black, 
but my parents are Jamaican. So like okay. we weren't raised the same way the kids on the block were. For example, yes. we weren't really allowed to go to the corner store. Oh, okay. Like okay. my dad was just like, you guys are not drinking Huggies. <laughs> okay. Like huggies? all these Huggies, like the, the barrel juices, you know, just like you pop yeah. in the top. Yeah. It's and like, it's like, uh, like a, just okay, like a Capri Sun in a way, but it's like something yeah. different. Okay, so okay, just, I can imagine so, that. Yeah, like so like was, little kid juice, yeah. basically. Little, exactly. <laughs> little like, Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid would probably little, be a better way uh, to I like it. We were not allowed to drink Kool-Aid. Oh, Damn. Can, can you imagine yeah. being a, a little black imagine. kid you can't drink Kool-Aid? Damn. <laughs> exactly. I love Kool-Aid. So, that kind of yeah, sucks. We weren't allowed to do a lot of things, and it was just obvious that we were being raised differently okay which wasn't a problem but then we go to jamaica mm-hmm. and then we don't have the accent so oh, just like boy. and then, and then kind of like an outsider there yes, yeah. and then we're not born there so like my second oldest brother he was born in jamaica yeah and he didn't come here until he was 12 years old so okay. like he has the accent to this oh. day but like it's so just like okay am i american enough Am I Jamaican yeah, enough? So, like, yeah. when people ask me, like, are you Jamaican? I'm just like, oh, like, my yeah, parents I'm, are Jamaican. I'm, I'm on the line, you know. Yeah, I mean, I got yeah. Jamaican in my blood. Yeah, I, feel, I feel Jamaican. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm Jamaican, okay? Yeah. Like, I yeah, you got to stand up and be proud of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm wait, Jamaican, bitch. Do, do, do you hear how I speak? People, like, you're Jamaican? Nah. Yeah. Like, you sound too American, mm-hmm. but. No, but I mean, I, I can uh, relate with you in that sense of just uh, being divided between feeling like a Nigerian and feeling like an American. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, I have only been to back to Nigeria like three times within my lifetime. But, uh, you know, when I first came here, most of it was just staying within my house with my family up until like uh like senior year of high school so it was like going out you weren't exactly like the kids you know white or black because in your body you were a nigerian then going to nigeria and be like well you saw an american so you you know exactly yeah exactly exactly. so get out of here you american (laughs) (laughs) it was for me it's it's honestly amusing because the way that they depict uh americans I, the ones I've seen in Nigerian movies, they sound they make them really fucking arrogant, like really they fucking make arrogant. Americans arrogant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, but I heard, <laughs> I heard, like I heard Nigerians yeah. are very arrogant. Oh though. wow, I didn't see. Oh that. shit, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. What I heard. Attack me, um, yeah. You always attack me for being American. I don't know. I mean, I can I can see it. I know exactly what you're talking about, very but prideful. I guess it was a biased movie just because it was Nigerian made with an American feature on it. <laughs> But it's all good. Um, but yeah, uh, so how, so when in your life, at what age did you like start to feel that, you know, distance in terms of where you really fit in? You know, I, I can't remember in the sixth grade, mm-hmm. that was the first time we went to Jamaica for Christmas. And mm-hmm. I remember having the time of my life, Yeah. but then coming back and everyone is sharing the gifts they got, mm. you know, like all like all the material things, all the cool things that kids want. Okay, yeah. And I remember thinking, like, dang, like I didn't get anything material wise yeah. for Christmas, but like I went to Jamaica, yeah. like that was the greatest gift ever. You, you know got what a mean? So whole like, experience. That's yes. So all throughout middle school and high school, you know, we were just able to go back and forth, and mm. I kind of just realized that like. Just having that opportunity to travel yeah. set me apart from yeah. 
lot of my your friends or like people yeah. around. Yeah. So I don't think it was ever She's like, like, I got the gift of being multicultural. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys get? Uh, like, I got a bike. To <laughs> <laughs> make us so much better. Yeah. No, so I mean, I, I definitely think, you know, being raised Jamaican gave me a sense of like, of pride mm-hmm. in terms of like culture and identity. Like I know where I came from. Yeah. I know where my parents came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was never like an identity crisis. It was mm-hmm. just something I guess I was just always thankful for. Oh, you know? see, so that's like, a flip. I okay, so I have a question. You said you went to Jamaica for Christmas. Mm-hmm. What's the difference in like how Jamaican people like celebrate Christmas and like how Americans celebrate it? Mm, that's a good Ooh. question. Because I feel like I feel question. like they like every country like that celebrates Christmas would celebrate it different. Yeah, uh-huh. and like obviously I've never been to Jamaica during Christmas time. So, yeah. like, I wonder what it's like over there compared to here. Well, let me say this. My family, you know how, like, I guess, not just in America, but a lot of places, everyone has, like, their holiday traditions. Okay. So, growing up, we didn't have any holiday traditions. Like, holidays aren't really a big thing in our household. Mm. Um, but when it comes to Christmas, that's a big thing. Oh, so, yeah, in Jamaica, it's not really about the gifts so more so like if you are a student you'll get things you need right Mm -hmm. like new clothes new writing utensils but the biggest thing is your family comes together um they make a whole bunch of food there are instagram yeah so Mm. they're like instagram (laughs) memes of like hors d'oeuvres have you guys seen like like a goat (laughs) there's like memes of like a goat and they're just like um, you better hide because Christmas time is coming. Like, yeah. <laughs> like curry goat is like a big yeah. thing, especially around Christmas time. So I think when when it comes to like being Jamaican and Christmas time, it's just like it's just celebration of life. You know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah. you're, like you're partying, you're having yeah. fun. Yeah, it's, it's more really of like about, it's more of like the family type yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like not the, really about like material stuff. The tradition okay. than yeah. like the you know the gift giving and that yeah. getting and that kind of thing. And it, I mean, is it the kind of thing where it's like a whole like week's worth of celebration, or is it all just like that one day? Yeah, they celebrate in America. Exactly. As soon as the day Thanksgiving's over, bam, it's Christmas. Exactly, See, but right? Then after Christmas, you have Boxing Day, ah. and they're they're really big on that too. Really? So, yeah, I have not really okay, personally did boxing, anything for Boxing Day, but that's that's a big thing they do. I thought Jamaica. Boxing Day was like strictly Canadian because I was like, I don't yeah. really I don't know, know what that is. What is <laughs> exactly? Uh, I mean, I it's, don't it's, know. The, it's the day right after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. But I don't remember what exactly it was used for i mean i thought it was just like boxing presents but here's the I don't thing. Know. jamaicans will find any reason to party okay okay so it's just like should, maybe i should have been born in jamaica ah, yeah. <laughs> i should have been born in jamaica any reason to party hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> we all should have been born in jamaica yeah but yeah um so uh moving forward a little bit uh how would you describe uh being a teenager with that kind of um you know, identity forming for yourself. And also just in general, uh, just did, were you moving still during that time in your life too, in terms of between Jamaica and America? Yeah, like were you still going back and forth kind of thing, or were you just mainly here? Yes, okay, so we were definitely mainly here okay. in America. And it was so, still Pennsylvania? Yeah, this was still Pennsylvania. So I didn't come to Alabama until it was time for college. Oh, so okay. up until then, it was just Pennsylvania and then going to Jamaica for mm-hmm. vacations, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but as a teenager, you know, I will say this. When I was in high school, um, I didn't feel like I fit in. But it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think it was part of the being Jamaican. I mm-hmm. think 
also <laughs> she was like i feel that. i think also <laughs> I it was soul. i was like i was raised christian okay so um i remember i was in mr labar's class he was wow. our art of film teacher he shout was out, amazing shout okay out mr labar Lavar, um, and I had a classmate. His name was Taiwan. He okay. actually, the way he looks and acted in high school, it reminds me of Kanye West. Wow. Okay, like Grant, I just watched his documentary, so I'm like, I'm low key kind of obsessed right now. A, a little high school Kanye That's a great West documentary, oh. by the way. Yes, it Very was. Great. And things, I'm not really a fan of Kanye, but that documentary. Interesting. Yes, that blew my mind. Okay, but <laughs> I remember like saying to the class how like I went to the movies with my brother, and mm. Taiwan was just like, "You go to the movies?" Oh. He's like. You can be a Christian and have fun, wow. <laughs> you know. So I oh, think he thought he was like he thought he thought you were like Jehovah's Witness or yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I think <laughs> you saw a movie. <laughs> You're going so, to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I just feel like in high school, I I just felt I didn't I didn't do the things my friends did. Yeah. Like my friends would talk about like the Dave Chappelle show, oh, right? Yeah, I, did, yeah, I didn't watch that. that. I just recently started liking Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like my favorite. TV show was One Tree Hill. Great show. <laughs> God dang. Great show. One Tree Hill. <laughs> One Tree Hill. Okay. One Tree Hill. Yes. Okay. My That's friends weren't show. watching that. So I just feel like, um, I guess being raised Jamaican gave me the confidence to be okay with being different. Yes. So a lot of the things that my peers experienced in high school, I didn't experience how I got to college whether oh. it was you know smoking or oh, okay. can, I, can I say that <laughs> so, whatever you want to say just just because I didn't feel sheltered I just didn't really feel the need to like explore certain things yeah. I feel like I had a good childhood I mm. felt cultured and I felt like that carried me and gave me the confidence yeah. just self-esteem yeah. I needed to like not go to college and just like wild out okay you know? yeah if and I can see I mean we, we can hear in you how uh confident you are in your expression and whatnot uh just be just because I mean as you said it you know you're a little different from the, most of the people around you but if anything yeah, but you you're still like confident yeah, exactly and you kind of just know who you, you are you, you let yourself shine so uh I commend that a lot about you but let me let me say this um, she's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay but there's a little there's a little, little, little backside you know, it's just i that's something i've been struggling with now with now. confidence yeah okay. because um after having a baby okay. you know yeah. you oh yeah you, i can you, imagine you lose your body yeah um, yeah it was it was a rough yeah, time. We can only imagine. Yeah. So, <laughs> so oh boy. Just uh, that period and things not working out with my kid's father, right? Yeah. And then like taking the MCAT mm. for the second time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was this okay. I remember talking to you about it uh, th this past like March, like around the twentieth. Okay. Well, that, that's that my was, birthday. Yeah, that was, March twentieth. I, oh, I know that's your birthday. <laughs> but yeah, and I only remember that because. It was like, are you taking the MCAT on okay. your birthday or around your birthday? I was like, that's I took it insane. April. Was it April 8th or April 9th? Okay. All but, right. So there's a distance between them. Okay. Yeah, well, even like as I was studying, I got a tutor. Okay. I realized I was struggling. And then like we would go through UWorld questions together. Mm -hmm. And she would ask me. Yeah. It's, um, it's like a, a question bank thingy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my tutor would ask me a question and I would explain it to her correctly. Mm -hmm. 
and then I will still get the answer wrong. Like when taking the exam kind well, of thing? Well, like, like, when, go, like when going through the questions, oh. you know? And then I realized it wasn't that I didn't have the knowledge. It mm-hmm. was a confidence issue. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so I feel like you just weren't confident in your answers. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of like I wasn't why confident you in anything. I feel like yeah. you're getting it wrong. And yeah. w- would you say that all of that kind of stuff felt like it was like happening all at once kind of thing? Like... I mean, I'll, what you said, your kid is around three years old now. Like, I mean, is it getting better in terms of learning how to parent him and handle yeah. all the stuff that comes with being yeah, an like adult? Yeah, like be a or, parent and kind of work and study yeah. for the MCAT. Because, I mean, having a kid during medical school has got to be yeah. incredibly rough. It's insane. Or, like, or trying know. to prepare to get into medical yeah. school. Yeah. I, couldn't ima- like, I, could, I couldn't imagine having to like, deal with a, a child while also doing that. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it was hard because, as you said, it was a lot happening Mm -hmm. um like when i first met you guys yeah Mm -hmm. literally i had just moved to birmingham maybe like (sighs) whether it was that same week or the week prior you know so like yo so you were fresh i was fresh so like (laughs) being a new mom being a new single mom starting a new job you know not not feeling confident i'm just like you know still trying to lose weight it was just a lot happening all at once wow. you know it was it was a lot it was um a lot. so you've only been in birmingham for about like it's been a, a year, year a, yeah. a year so oh, you've been you've been at the house yeah. for about a year yeah, yeah. close to it now so yeah. wow that's yeah that's quite a lot to happen yeah, i remember all when she first once. showed up uh-huh. Wait, <laughs> you, uh, guys, you guys are so inviting yeah of course <laughs> I, mean, I was about to ask you like did we make you feel comfortable yeah. like when you started and kind of like because i know i you I know I've been given the uh, I've been I've, I know I've been told that whenever somebody may come around my uh, demeanor when they first approach me is like uh, please don't fuck with me or something like that. No, but. so I I feel like the whole team was inviting. Okay. Hopefully I didn't misread that wrong. Everyone seemed really nice. Yeah. And is this all the teams or this is, is it just this ortho? Was, this was all. Remember, no, this, just, this was ortho. I yeah, only did she ortho. Just okay. start, she was like she did orientation like us. Like oh, they just yeah. okay. Which okay. doesn't make any yeah. sense. But <laughs> but yeah, they switched yeah. it around. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, but I remember Garrett, you were just you just seemed very like chill, mm-hmm. laid back. You were just doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. CEO, I remember you were <laughs> I don't want to say excessively, but you were very sarcastic uh, and witty, uh, but yeah, no, I yeah. like. I remember you like you would say something, and uh-huh. then you would be like, you would either apologize or you like, well, I don't want to offend you. I'm just like, bro, yeah. like I love the sarcasm. Like okay. keep it coming. Yeah, let's just <laughs> say there's some people that you, it's like don't you, take it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta like get used to co. Uh. Sarcasm. <laughs> I, 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 I say loved it from the first day. It's like he doesn't realize what the hell he's saying or yeah. the way he's saying it until you come back and you're yeah. like, what the? F-? And he's like, oh. Did oh. offend you? Yeah. Okay. Then I thought, Those yeah. who are offended my to expand their minds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I always message me and I was like, yeah, I used to, I, I trained you, me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She's the text she is today because of me. Yeah. Um, like, okay. Thank you, Trey. Mm, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. He was my uh, official trainer. Yeah. Oh, he's. Uh, oh, he was? Yeah, he was. Wow. I mean, wasn't he for anybody that came on? No. Are you sure? <laughs> you remember who my trainer was? Oh yeah, he <laughs> was uh, my trainer too. Now I didn't learn shit. No, yours was supposed to, remember yours was supposed to be Shaq. Yeah, and, and then, then he uh, said, "I don't want him." <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I gave you the tray and Trey didn't show you. Yeah, so uh, I I learned everything while it went, but yeah, yeah. basically I got trained by Cam and Jadaria, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. good trainers, good yeah, trainers, yeah, quality trainers. Yeah, because they they realized that like my trainer wasn't showing me anything. Yeah, and so they were like, okay. 
we're going to take you and show you things. <laughs> we're going to show you the way, little little one. Yeah. <laughs> but I le- yeah, I learned a lot from them. Mm-hmm. Everyone was helpful. Yeah, including you, Garrett. Yeah, that's what we like to hear. So, uh, so just going back to the whole MCAT thing, that uh, date that I was talking about or that you confirmed for me, was that the first or was that the second time that you were taking it? So, I don't, I don't know why March 20th is significant in your mind, other than that was the day I was born. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other so than I the took day it, I came into the world. <laughs> I took it, it was a Friday. Yeah. It was either April 8th or 9th. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had to drive to Decatur, Alabama. Okay. Yeah, the night before, because Birmingham slots were all filled. But I remember coming. Good old Decatur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came straight to work. Okay. And I just needed to get my mind off of it. But yeah, this was the second time i i guess people say wrote the mcat um yeah yeah it sounds i right. probably should take it again yeah but uh i don't have the energy yeah or the mental capacity for that it gets right to now. that point doesn't it uh, yeah and yes. on top of that the mcat it costs like a good amount to like yeah. sign up for the test itself is like 300 something how much Jeez, you know three something <laughs> it's less than 350 <laughs> to me that it's a lot oh, that boy. doesn't include the practice yeah. materials college yeah. is a scam bro yeah yeah like um, you have to pay three hundred dollars just to take the damn just exam, to take it. yeah, and that's yes. just getting you in, yeah, yes. to medical school. And if you don't get and it, if you, don't, you, if you fail, they're like, huh, uh, tough shit. I mean, you still <laughs> have to pay for the med school application. Yeah, yeah, I think when uh, the amount of stuff you have to pay for is yeah. ridiculous. When I was in pre med. I know that I was so dissuaded from trying to get into med school just because I was like, okay, I'm already putting in like 80,000 plus for just undergrad. And then I looked at the price for like med school and it was like 200,000 or something like that. And yeah. I was like, I mean, what med- in med the world? Like, what's it like four to eight years, depending on what yeah. you do? And yeah, then after that, there's residency, which I'm sure is more money. I'm just like, how yeah. do you even like afford I, to dude, be I a saw, doctor these days? I saw a TikTok one time and it was like, it was like a, a a girl that's like in residency and she like go does TikToks about like residency and stuff. Okay. And they were like going through and asking all the students that she's friends with, like in her group, like how much debt you have right now. Mm-hmm. I think the lowest one was like 140 grand. Wow. That was the wow. lowest. <laughs> the lowest. And like somebody oh, literally was like, oh, probably like they're like, how much you going to come, like how much debt you going to come out with when you graduate? And they were like, oh, about $400,000. I was like, Jesus Christ. Honestly, Damn near it- half a million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that is around half even, a like, Even though doctors get paid a like good amount of money, mm-hmm. so you make good money yeah but you're gonna be pay- 400 grand you're gonna be paying that off maybe not the rest of your life but a, a good, good chunk yeah. of it i'll say i mean it just you're gonna if you're gonna get into that line of work like you have to know you want it yeah. you know yeah, like, being a doctor is not something you just like yeah. wake up like yeah, 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 i think i should be a doctor i no, think, you I have think to it's like a nice know. vibe i feel like it's something you gotta know from a young age like i'm going to be a doctor yeah. And you just go with and it. And then have like a strong why too. Yeah, have like a strong, yeah. That but, is why I'm having a struggle. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think I have my whys, but yeah, here's the thing. I used to think being out of school for so long was a disadvantage. Okay. But I feel so old. I'm 28, y'all. Yeah. Like, no. I feel so old, but I'm just like, the more I think about it, the more I am sure that yeah. this is what I want to do. Okay. So I, I think. You made the point to me one time when we were sitting talking in the halls. Um, there was uh, a patient going in, and he was a black patient, and he saw all the like white doctors around him. And I think uh, when you said that, it really opened my eyes as to yeah, I think there is a little bit of a, you know, you know, you guys, you know, what I mean, <laughs> I'll say this: working what? on night shift, it has really opened my eyes because I mean, look at where we live. Mm-hmm. someone gets shot not just mm-hmm. every weekend but almost every shift that i'm on oh boy and then you see yeah. like for me it's just really heartbreaking that 
Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, it's like you hmm. see you see the black man on the table, right? His guts are everything's just out. His oh. chest is cut, depending on where oh. he was shot. And then we don't have any black nurses mm-hmm. on night shift. Yeah, yeah we don't have any. Like, majority of those are on day shift. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have any like black surgeons or anesthesiologists. So I know I know they exist. I know they're there, but they're not on my shift, and yeah. they're not when a lot of the tr- the level one traumas are coming in. It's just mm-hmm. like. That just doesn't sit right with me. Like, who is advocating for this patient, not just as a doctor, but someone who looks like him, you know? So that's someone that truly, okay, I can't say the, I can't say the, the medical professionals don't truly care about their life, but but just like have like a more empathetic reason to save the life, you know? Um, Yeah, I know recently, I think like two weeks ago, I didn't even get to see the patient, but uh, a young black uh, man around my age, like 22, came in from multiple gun- gunshot rooms, and the whole room was just bloody, like just everywhere is bloody. And that, at the end of the day, they did not save him, you know. Yeah. And so uh, I wasn't responsible for it, but some of my the, my other two coworkers they were responsible for taking his body to the morgue, and I was just like, that's wow, the worst you part. know, that's that's, the worst that's part. he just right there it was a person now he's a statistic you know it's just it's just terrible so like i don't know if if there's any reason why you should be a jamaican doctor <laughs> wait can i say something though because although i feel strongly about our or experience mm-hmm. i was told to not put that in my personal statement really i was told it was too racially charged oh. so Oh, yeah. like, oh, like what you just brought up? Like yeah. not to put that in there? Yeah, I was told to not. I told I was told to keep it racially neutral. I don't know how I. I don't who, know. who told you that? It was it it was it was not it was a black physician, but I understand. I un- I understand that point of view because, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at how many black doctors there actually are. Think about the people who are going to be reading my personal statement. Mm-hmm. More than likely. They will not look like me. So yeah. will that even oh. pull on their heartstrings? You know what I mean? So mm. I get it. I get it. I mean, in one way, the fact that they I, don't. I guess. Like, if I was you, I would tell you to put it in there. Okay. Just, yeah, like, me too. Right? It's a personal statement. So it's like part of you. It's personally like. It's your true essence. Yeah, it's you know? like, like it's you would say probably one of the main reasons that you want to become a doctor. So like as a personal statement, I feel like that's something that you should put in there. Okay. But I the only thing I could think about, like why they tell you not to do that, I guess would be like somebody reading it and wouldn't want to just be like, oh, here we go. It's about I race. Told, I was told mm, they were looking know. for Malcolm X. That's what I was told. Oh, but, well, So I, I don't no. know. I don't know. I, mean, maybe, I guess maybe they're looking for more of like a, a medical sense of like why you want to get into it, not just not like, you know, not bringing like the race card into it. I guess that's probably why. I mean, but even, like, even still, I mean, like what? Damn, they straight up told you that they said they're not looking for a Malcolm X. Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot to unpack. That's really really driving the the bone right there. The physician I was talking to um, when she said to keep it racially neutral, Mm, she's just like, that turns away some people, which I get. I get. So, I mean, yeah, I can see what she's talking about. Like, you know, it would probably, some people would read it and be like, oh, yeah, here we go. We got another one of these people, and then they probably turn you away. But, like, if I was, if I, if I would tell you to, 
to okay. just do it because that's it's your personal story. It's your personal reason for getting into it. If anything, if you were to tell any other reason you wouldn't didn't keep true to who you yeah, are who you and are why what? you did it, then you're not going to have as strong of a reason to do it yeah. if you're not yeah. standing by it. So, I mean, I'm not in that line. I don't know exactly, you know, the politics of it all, but... I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, like yeah, I mean, there's politics and everything. You know, yeah. really, yeah. Into, you know? there's always going to be those type of people and those type yeah. of politics. But. No, I mean, at the end, of, I, I really do feel like you uh, sticking to that statement. Okay, maybe if you apply it to one place, it may not work, but just applying it to different places, there has to be somebody within the. Uh, that's process that will look at it and will feel your emotions as you're writing it that will be, be like okay yeah this is the kind of person we want you know compared to someone that's just saying whatever they need to get to to get into it you know yeah. that's politics does it sound bad i just want to get in yeah <laughs> i would do whatever it takes like just in. just accept yeah. me okay <laughs> just I mean, let me in i mean but yeah uh that's at least my uh position on it but um going back to the whole motherhood thing uh how is taking care of your kid with all this stuff going on and you know him getting older for you that is such a loaded question (laughs) (laughs) because even right now um it's kind of personal but i feel like i haven't really been able to take care of my kid like Mm -hmm. by just taking care of him there has always been something else going on so like right now my mom is going through like some health things okay um sorry to hear that yeah yeah, i i I, thank you i pray it gets better but Mm -hmm. it was it was hard trying to you know like work a 12-hour shift right get off get off monday morning and like my mom can't drive especially working night shift right so i I get home around eight o'clock and my mom has like a doctor's appointment at nine o'clock right so now i have to like her take a shower i have to like make breakfast you know so Mm. my kid doesn't starve and then take my mom to her appointment so um Mm. but i guess that's life right you can't nothing happens in a vacuum so yeah i mean yeah, I can assist. Yeah. I've always commended you for doing nice things. I'm like, it's, I've never done it, but like, I just I will know it's rough it. and I don't want to do I it. I will never do it. So, like, do people that like do it as a choice, I'm like, yeah, I commend you people yeah. for doing it. It's, it's not all bad. You just, you're, you know, you're reading that book, what, why, why we why, sleep? Yeah. I need to read that because it definitely <laughs> it, like, it, yeah. it affects it affects yeah. me. Like even say if we have like a chill night, right? No mm-hmm. traumas. Mm-hmm. Um, even after like you restock all your things. When yeah. it comes morning you time, you're so you just tired. Yeah. Like, because we shouldn't be awake at that. Yeah, because you know? like your body's not used to being up and moving at three like, o'clock in the morning. You gotta realize well, that yeah, most of your life you're asleep at three o'clock exactly. in the morning. So you're not, not even used most to of your life, like the majority. evolutionarily, biologically, like you've always woke up when the sun comes out, go to sleep when the sun is out. So the fact that you yourself right now. Or anybody working night shift just goes ahead and flips that all of a sudden after like five billion plus years or however long it is of it being that way um yeah it must take a toll on you to some degree yeah um, i'm sure that sleep schedule was tough to yeah. get down for a while there yes and honestly even like right now i go to work tonight and like oh, boy, i don't yeah. i don't sleep on fridays oh wow i just I, I, are I, fridays pretty busy do you at least get some fridays downtime? are the worst oh boy <laughs> fridays oh, are no. the worst oh, but no. uh yeah see sometimes i'm like i don't know how you function when i'm exactly, sleeping exactly because like, know, like you, you look awake you sound awake you just i'm yeah, not like i'm f- dead inside okay <laughs> <laughs> like, like aren't we I, all like, uh, <laughs> i can speak from personal experience if i like if i if i have 
to sleep the night before, like, but not before working, working day shift. Mm-hmm. If I don't get a lot of sleep that night, I'm like dead all yeah. day. Yeah. So like you saying you like you're like right now most most people work night shift would be asleep right now. Exactly. Yeah. And so and I really appreciate that you could come on because yeah. I was like, oh my god, I know it's cutting into your you know. I would be at home not sleeping. So. Really? What yeah, would you be I, doing right now? Um, I would have counted probably if, if, meal prepping. If CEO asked me, I'd be like, no, fuck you, I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I have work tonight. You, I'm going to sleep. And I would respectfully respond, I understand. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, so if you would have said that, we'd be like, okay, cool. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't, exactly. I couldn't miss this. No, I'm very uh, thankful for you coming on. Yeah, I really appreciate you not sleeping. <laughs> Come on here. <laughs> But uh, I think you've answered the question. It was what? how I was raising a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you said it was a loaded question, but yeah, go ahead yeah. and answer it as you please. You guys, I'm gonna say this, okay? I don't want to get too spiritual, mm-hmm. but I I was reading a book called I want to say Adventist Home by Ellen G. White, mm-hmm. and I feel like I was like almost halfway done with the book, and throughout the entire book, she's just talking about the role of the mother. Mm-hmm. This is what the mother does in the house. Yes. This is what the mother is responsible for in terms of, you know, spiritually guiding the child. Yeah. And I'm just like, where's the dad? Like, oh, I'm just like, okay, yes, yeah. you know, I'm a single mother, cool, but like, what's the dad's responsibility? So I think what I was getting from what she was saying is that as the mom, like although the dad is supposed to be the priest of the household, it mm. is the mother's responsibility yes. to introduce the child to whatever it may be, whether yeah. it's God or like usually it's the mother who is the child's first teacher, you yeah. know? So yeah. um, having a kid is hard, not just because of like, oh, I have to wake up in the middle of the night and change a poopy diaper, but oh, no. it's hard oh because of like- God, God, Of all God. reasons to wake up in the middle of the night. Oh no. Like, it, it is I have a to have true... kids and I'm way further than I couldn't even imagine. It is a oh true investment God. and it's it's a it's a heavy responsibility mm-hmm. yeah. because it's like if my child doesn't turn out a certain way, they're gonna look at me, oh not boy. his dad. Oh you know? Man. So it's yeah, I can see it's, where that's it's lovely watching tested. him grow, but it's 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 a it's a heavy responsibility. It's like it's a it's a full time job. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. how my parents always described me. It, it was like you have your full time job at work and then you come home and you have another full time oh job to no. do with the child. Oh, so no. I, I commend stay-at-home moms mm-hmm. i did it for a year and a half yeah that was it for me really that was You're it like yeah. love you kid but <laughs> you. I, gotta go. <laughs> I can't, I can't do, do this <laughs> um yeah i heard um a little quote somewhere saying like um if you educate a uh boy or if you, if you educate a man he you know you educate a man but if you educate a woman or you educate like a girl you educate you educate a whole generation you know so i, like I truly understand what you mean in terms of being responsible for creating the new generation yeah. of do you Amelia's. do you and your son have that like that like the mom and son type of bond mm-hmm. is even even is even old enough to understand that like concept? me and my mom are very close and she's she always told me like raising me was different than raising my sister in a in a sense of like you know, most people like they have like that father daughter relationship kind of thing, and then the mother son. Mm-hmm. And she's always like, it was, it wasn't like a lot different because she raised us the same way, but it was just, it's a different feel with a mother and the son mm-hmm. than it is with like a mother and a daughter mm-hmm. or like a father and a son kind of thing. So, like, do y'all kind of have that? And I know he's still young, so he, you know, he's still kind of like a, he's still a toddler. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know yet. Like, <laughs> Especially with like all the back and forth, yeah, he's yeah. had to do like a lot of adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't so, know. Okay, so you said that uh, you were uh, 
household how did how 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 how, how was it termed what did i say international co-parenting no no no, no. Uh, uh stay at home mom stay at home mom okay. yeah my bad yeah you said you were a stay at home mom for about a year it wasn't your thing uh or i don't know so okay. let me let me clarify yes. so um at at that time i was living with my child's father okay and although let me say this now I believe he's a phenomenal dad. Okay. At the time, I didn't think so mm. because we were all in the house together, mm-hmm. but I was I was doing everything. Um, oh. He thought, I guess a lot of guys are raised this way, but... And was he like, did he have a job? It's like he was going to work and then coming home kind of thing, or was he just there with you? Oh, wow. He I like, your, I like how your facial expression <laughs> oh, just completely changed. Like, wow. <laughs> it's like, what do I really want to say? Um, at the time, he was working from home Mm -hmm. but it was more it was like cryptocurrency stuff right so it wasn't like a clock and clock and job so it was like like he was available you know okay see that changes the script a little bit yeah Yeah. so that's why i have to start off it's a little different if he he has to like leave in the morning as a full-time job and then comes home but like if he's always there yeah and like you said it was like and also it's different if he has to like clock in a certain time and start something and, and then, finish, then he can kind of help. But like you I'm, said, he I'm can kind of. I'm an understanding person. I would yeah. definitely get that. But when yeah. you're there, yeah, and it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, and I've been up cooking yeah, and breastfeeding and washing bottles yeah. out, and I haven't seen you, and you just chilling in the back. Is he the kind of person that'd be doing the cryptocurrency in bed, or like you'd have like a little office area? Not, it was a very chill endeavor. Wow. So, yo, here's the thing, okay? Yeah. I can see the frustration. So, I think. I I had to leave in order for him to be a good dad because like, okay. I knew the potential was there. Yeah, but I didn't see it until I left. Oh, okay. so being a stay-at-home mom was hard because I felt like a single mom before yeah. I was officially a single wow. mom. Yeah, so. I can imagine. I'm sorry yeah. I have to go through that, but it's fine. See, it's that's, fine. that's when you gotta get the frying pan and walk it in. Get up and help me with this child that you help create. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, no. Oh, my. Good times. Good but, times. Uh, going off of that, uh, I think, I mean, you had a conversation at one point uh, concerning gender roles and what uh, the woman should play in the household and what the man should play in the household, especially if there's a baby in the picture. But, you know, in this day and age, we're uh, rolling on the side of, you know, men and women are created equal in that, in that however way you want to interpret that. Uh, but... I don't know, as a single mother or as a mother in general, um, do you still... And as a woman. Yeah, as a woman. <laughs> as, a woman. As, a, as a strong Strong, uh, independent woman. woman. <laughs> I don't want to be strong. I want to be soft. I want someone to take care of me. <laughs> I think strong scares me. It's just like, I don't want to be strong. But no, um, uh, so with all of those identities, <laughs> do you still uh, lean on the side of the traditional... Uh, gender roles, or would you say that they're you lean more on the side of the more modern, like, um, okay, should I reword that or no? Okay, just the idea that okay, traditionally men go out, get the jobs, I mean, uh, get a job, bring the bacon home, and then the woman uh takes care of the household. Now it's like okay, women are going out more and uh being more part of the workforce and dads or men in general are I'm not gonna lie, it's like there's like an ambiguous area <laughs> for men at this point as to do they go out or do they like your um you know uh your 
baby's father, as you described, stay inside. My baby daddy. I don't yeah, like yeah. that term, yeah, baby exactly. daddy. So I was always the father of my it. child. Yeah. I was like, I could tell yeah. he, he was like thinking that. He's like, that yeah, sounds yeah, yeah, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, your child's father. Yeah, yeah. You said your child's father before, and I was like, okay, there's a definite difference in culture because you did not say baby daddy. But yeah. I always hate that term, too. It sounds like it's. It just sounds weird. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's it, it just sounds like this is not a full picture. And yeah. saying um, how how do you term it? Uh, your baby's father just yeah. sounds a lot more um, wholesome, if you will. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> baby daddy's kind of like eh. yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, what, how would you describe or where would you lean in terms of your perception of gender roles? Where should I start? Yeah, that's um, a loaded question, isn't it? So, okay, so... You're coming strong with the loaded <laughs> question today, aren't you? First, like, oh my gosh, hopefully I even answer the question. Yeah. But when I think of traditional, mm-hmm. I do think of, okay, the dad, well, the husband, the man of the house goes out, mm-hmm. brings the money home. Yeah. The And then I think of the wife, the mother, slaving away all day. Yeah. That's what I think when I think of traditional. So mm-hmm. it's like... I understand, you know, she may not be contributing financially, mm-hmm. but the thing is, she is because she's saving so much on childcare. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think for child me, childcare is expensive nowadays. So yeah, I really want, is. I want to put my kid in daycare. Mm-hmm. Here, it's like nine hundred dollars a month. Oh boy! It's like UAB's not wow. paying me enough. How much? Nine hundred. <laughs> okay. Hey, on that's on top of the three hundred for the MCAT and all that stuff. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. God, where, damn. where am I See, getting that from? I need that's like why you, yeah, you need to go to like a local Target and no, find that's you that's a, tr- why he's a trustworthy, Jamaica, find you a trustworthy teenager that you can pay like hundred <laughs> bucks a week that would love a hundred dollars a week and be like, please watch my child. Just, just, just. That's all I'm asking. Um, yeah, that's but, a lot. Yeah, I think I think the Damn, issue I, I had, expensive. yeah, Jeez. the issue I had with you know his father was his father believed that his job was to make the money. His job was to put the roof over our, he- our heads, mm-hmm. and I remember feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. because I also I went through postpartum depression, oh, um, which is a very common thing. Yeah, actually, what is that like? I just read a little article about it, but. Can you give a little bit of an idea of what that really is? Like how that really feels? Yeah. So there's a difference between like baby blues and postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Um, hope I've never heard the term baby blues. I've never either. I've ba- heard postpartum depression. Yeah. yeah baby Sounds like blues a nice tune. is more temporary. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, it it's not, maybe like you get over it like in a month or two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just had a baby. Like yeah. hormones are crazy. It's kind of just a normal, you're just like in this place where... You're not suicidal, mm. but maybe like it's just a time that like, you just need a lot of help, right? Because mm-hmm. you're just adjusting physically and mentally. Postpartum depression, for me, it's just like it's been a year and you're just still in this place you just can't get out of, yeah. right? And then add that to like the lockdown, the initial yeah. lockdown. Oh, boy. I can't go Man, anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you're just people. like stuck. I'm just stuck in the house. So I don't know, postpartum depression. And I, I feel like I have postpartum anxiety too. Like mm-hmm. you would want to get away, but then it's just like, okay, like is the dad gonna like? Is he gonna do the things the way I do it? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just there were times where I would want to stay in bed all day, yeah, but I couldn't because I had a kid to take oh, care of. You yeah. know, so I never really acknowledged it as postpartum depression until like a year or even two later. So it's just like when it already passed. I don't, I don't think it passed. Oh, you so you feel like you're still in it right now? I, I think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like suicidal, right? So here's the thing. A lot of times you go to a doctor and they'll do like a, 
I forget what it's called, but they're doing like this check to see if you have depression, right? Okay. And like when a I mental answer, check kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And like when I answer the questions, I'm like, none of this applies to me, mm. but I still feel like I'm going through postpartum depression. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not suicidal. Okay. I don't want to hurt my baby, but Ooh. I just. I just don't have the energy to be happy. Oh, like wow. even now, Which I will is look crazy back. You do a good job of showing it. I will look back at pictures. You my ass. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, um, honest. But the thing is, I've never seen you like. Yeah, I've okay. never seen you like angry. Yeah, like, or like. I mean, I've seen you like tired, and then yeah. you know you might let the emotion show a little bit, but not enough that it's like, oh shit, don't mess with, uh, because, don't mess with Jamelia today. I don't really get angry yeah. like damn I'm just like, how personal should i be um as I, personal <laughs> as you feel comfortable yeah, as personal yeah. as you want to you can let it all go out or you can hold yeah. it just whatever so and then on top I, of that i'll remove whatever you don't want okay yeah, we can always edit so yeah. you can always you know let people know okay um yeah i i'm not a confrontational person mm-hmm. um if something is really bothering me i will speak up mm-hmm. but i do try to avoid any like I don't I don't argue like that's not my thing like mm-hmm. yeah. if I'm speaking to you in a peaceful manner and you don't get it that's on you I gotta okay, move on yeah. you know uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah I can relate to that because I'm kind of that way until a certain extent then I can get a little confrontation mm-hmm. but I try to avoid it as much as possible For until real. it just has to happen yeah. exactly until it just explodes yeah that's how I knew it was time to leave because my child's dad we got into this argument you mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. and I felt like. I was having an out of body experience. Wow. I'm just like, damn, it was one of those. I was like, Jamari, that is not because oh, you guys. I do not get angry. Like, yeah. I get frustrated. I get annoyed easily, but like, just like angry wow. and yelling, mm-hmm. that's just not in me. I think kind of a part of it is like, that's more so my mom. Mm. When I think of like strong, independent black woman, mm. independent Jamaican black woman, like yes. I think of my mom will like, she will curse you out in a heartbeat. You know oh, what I mean? Like wow. she like. Why are you going to do that now? <laughs> <laughs> like, but I've, I don't know if like this Get your is ass just in the house. my personality or maybe like I try to be peaceful because I kind of see how that got in the way of her and my dad's marriage. Maybe, I don't know. I don't yeah, know, but like yeah, you I, try to do you try to do things differently than your parents did. Yes, yeah, so I like, like you I see like how it affected peaceful. you, and you don't want it to affect. Yeah, I like being peaceful and soft. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like when we did get into this heated argument, I'm just like the fact that someone could make me this angry. I have to go. Mm, well, I, I have admit, to go. I, I, that's completely understandable. Yeah, that's, that's understandable. And then on top of that, you know, you, you said something. You, to, you feel like you're just not yourself in that point. You're like. You know, this person just brought something out of me that is not me and it's not it's how not I am. Brought out a whole monster. It's yeah. not me. I'm just like, and oh, I, no. And on top right of that, the Jamelia demon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-uh. On top of that, you were talking about how much uh, energy it takes to, uh, was it to be happy? or yeah, yeah, that's how I knew I was depressed. I didn't yeah. have the energy to be happy. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like, it, I like smiling and yeah. I haven't smiled in months yeah like As in I, to this day or like well, no, during that time in, period like in that time period so i remember going to my friend's wedding in april last year 2021 yeah. mm-hmm. and you guys first of all i got cute for this wedding right and like got dolled up and whatnot yeah, You're like, like, i'm gonna look all cute <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come out this bitch popping i'm gonna Set. have a good time mm. but like the point is like i was going around i was talking to all these people like i met my my friend was the bride so i'm meeting like all her family and they're just saying like how much they love me mm-hmm. and like at the end of the day i'm just like 
I do know how to talk to people. Yeah. Like I know how to be happy, mm-hmm. but why am I not happy when I'm, you yeah, know, when you should be. Yeah. Setting, yeah. And so I just realized like, yeah, it's, it's just time. I feel like I was only able to like see myself outside of the house. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, hopefully that answers whatever the question was. However, yeah, well, <laughs> right. we led up to it. Um, I was going to ask, oh man, I hadn't, then I lost it. I hate it when that happens, you know, but in terms of this baby situation, or not baby, toddler situation, toddler situation, um, a little tyke, if you will. I forgot, I forgot that term. Uh, Let me see if I can remember the question. It was like, okay, now that you are not, uh, a household mother, uh, and you're you're stay, going to stay at home. Stay mom. at home, mother. I don't know why she's that's a, she's so a household <laughs> mother. <laughs> it's a stay at stay home, at mom home mother. Term you're looking for. It's yeah. a synonym. It's a synonym. But so you said that okay. You, so you're not doing that, and then you also cannot afford the uh, daycare. So how did you say that you go about? If you're okay, present um, talking about it. How do you go about like? making sure your kid is safe when you're not with your kid yeah so let me back up a little bit um i didn't want to have a kid oh boy yeah so i when i found out i was pregnant i was working at huntsville airport Mm. i was making nine dollars an hour Mm. Mm. right been there right Right? Right? so (laughs) nine dollars an hour ain't funding shit what we're making right now it's just like okay yeah it's better but i can't even live off of that you know so barely live off what we're making now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm it's like okay i'm i'm cohabitating with you know my boyfriend at the time and then it's just like okay well one i'm not married which of course is not approved of mm-hmm. <laughs> by Did not only my parents and my yeah. family, but also like my church, you know, because yeah. I was a I church was clerk for a year before I moved. Yeah, because I'm, I'm Christian too. So like, I know what you mean by like yeah, having a baby, was, having yeah. a baby out of like wedlock as they like, call what, it. And I, I shouldn't have been there in the first place, it's, you yeah. know. It's very I mean, down upon. Yeah. Can't even think about it. Yeah. These days. Oh, so I mean, just um, not being married, mm-hmm. not making enough money. I'm just like, yeah, I, what am I bringing a baby into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can love a kid mm-hmm. so much, but by the time they get to two or three, they're going to need more than love. <laughs> they yeah. like, you know, I want to be able to put my kid into like football camps. And, like yeah. I want him yeah. to learn to play an instrument. Mm. Love doesn't cover that, oh, you know? Yeah. Like you so, want him to be able to grow up and find things that he loves to do. Yes, yeah. I want give him to be him. exposed to everything yeah. and exposure Like most parents, money. you want to give your kids what you never had or like give them the world and mm-hmm. let them be able to do, figure themselves out too. Exactly. I don't want money to be a reason why yeah i mean you, know? you can say yeah. that you put in love and turn and love is able to help in terms of being able to fight through the pain and the struggles to give your kid a life that he wants but at the end yeah. of the day like needing more uh it's just crazy because yeah, it's, it's crazy to think about needing more than love but yeah in this day and age uh and what yeah, the, the way the world is today, yeah today, yeah exactly it's you, like you need a so, little bit more than that but yeah, but i mean to an- to answer the question um you know, I, I, I am a single mother in terms of like status, but mm-hmm. I'm not a single mother in terms of like community and support. Yeah. You know, okay. so it takes a village, as they say. It really does. So I will say, of course, my parents have been there, but I really have to highlight my child's father's mother. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. she's been 
extremely helpful because like on my side of the family my son is the only grandson Mm -hmm. but then on his dad's side of the family he's the only grandchild period you know what i mean at least for his mom he's the only only grandchild child on their side yeah he's the only one yes he's the only one so she's been extremely helpful like once i decided like okay well i'm gonna have this baby Mm -hmm. um she told me that i don't have to go back to work Mm. Uh, well, actually, no, let me back up. His dad told me that I didn't have to go back to work. So I remember I stopped working in June or July. So I was like six or seven months pregnant. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, you can stop now. So, this was 2019, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I remember I stopped working and then his mom was just like, if you don't go back to work, I will give you a monthly stipend. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who does that? Like, we're not yeah, married. Like, technically, yeah, I'm not your daughter-in-law, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, like, technically, other than other than her son's child that he had with you, she doesn't know have anything to do that exactly. at all. So what a great woman she is. She's extremely yeah. helpful. Even mm-hmm. now, I'm sure I don't, that was definitely a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still a blessing mm-hmm. to this day. Yeah. She's still, <laughs> just, she's still, she's still providing you with that? or um, She's still helpful. Okay. Like, um, my kid was with me last month. Mm-hmm. She gave me some. I'm not gonna put her business out there, but she oh, gave no, she gave me a few hundred bucks. And I'm just like, if wow. this, if she did not give me this money, yeah, I would literally like, wow. be waiting two weeks again. Like, oh, I, no. you know, so it's yeah. it's just like it's like the little. It's like to her, maybe the smallest thing, but to you, it's like the biggest mm-hmm. blessing possible. Yeah. So all that to say, although I'm still figuring out my life right now, I don't have to worry about my kid. Yeah, his mm-hmm. grandmother got him. You know, okay. like his okay. dad. His dad is. T- actively taking care of him you know like no child support mm-hmm. i don't have to do all that child support so like mm-hmm. he's in his life my mother helps as she can you know mm-hmm. yeah. um last year i i left my son in pennsylvania with mm-hmm. my dad mm-hmm. and my little sister yeah so he has love and he's he's never gone without like food or diapers or wipes or clothes you know what i mean so like yeah. But the thing is, I don't want other people to provide for my child. Of course. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do that yeah. myself. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. still it's still nice, but it's not coming from me. Uh, yeah. I was, so yeah. He's, your, he's good. He's yeah. good. Yeah. You know? Do but. your siblings help out any? Like, say, like, if you need, like, a babysitter for the day, are they... So all my siblings are away. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so I have right. three siblings right now in New York, mm-hmm. one in Pennsylvania, and then one in Huntsville about to move to Atlanta. So I have okay. five siblings. Uh, okay, I was about to say, you have five siblings. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of us. So there, hasn't really, <laughs> yeah, there hasn't really been a time like, where just it, like... Damn you move back <laughs> Yeah, I can't really just like drop him off, you mm-hmm. know, because we're all... But I do remember like when I got pregnant, I was scared to tell mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And they were just so loving. Like my my oldest sister, she was like, Jamelia, why would it even take you this long to tell us? She mm. was like, We love you. <laughs> like yeah. you should you should have told us earlier. So I mean everyone's super supportive. I think all my worries were just very self imposed. Okay. But um yeah. Which is very of, common. You know, most so people overthink things a lot more yeah. than they should. Yeah. So I'm about to drop a very heavy question right here, and uh, I hope you take it with grace. But uh, in terms of what recently happened with the whole Roe v. Wade kind of thing, um, where you are now, uh, looking back to the decision as to whether you know you were ready to have this baby, whether you want to bring a baby into, whether you want to bring a baby in the a world, baby, a baby. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I know for one, like I'm sure, like being Christian, being part of a church, they probably dissuaded you from turning to abortion. But what 
you know, what was your going through your head about considering that decision? Every question is a loaded question for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just a simple answer. Yeah. Um, I say it's loaded for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I will say this. I, I, I remember looking up how much it costs to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was like, I don't know, $200, $700, whatever that price was. I then looked at how much does it take to how much does it cost to take care of a kid for 18 years? Yeah, for one 18 is substantially more. I know for sure it's well is over. way cheaper. Yeah, I know for sure it goes over a million. It's a lot in terms of 18, 18 it's a years. Lot. Yeah, but I was just like, yeah, it's you know, it'll, it'll be just cheaper to get an abortion. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so I just think, wow, why did I have a kid? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> this is not what no, my, my no, aim no, when asking no. that question. So. I, that's something I consider the money portion. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also my mom, Mm -hmm. um, I remember when my friend got pregnant, my mom said to me, she said, Jamilia, never commit one sin to cover up another. So before I even told my mother I was pregnant, I was like, I know she's going to bring up that statement again. That's heavy. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way. Me neither. Boy. That was that. That was her thing. That's a, um, and did that, that get to you? That, that just that like statement? sat with me for a second. Not I've yet. never, I've never thought of it that yeah, way. Don't, that was, don't commit one sin to, to cover, cover up another. another sin. That was her oh, thing. Um, and then when I did tell her, I, you know, I have an open communication, you know, relationship mm-hmm. thing going on with my mom. So mm-hmm. I told her, like, mommy, I don't want to have a kid. Yeah. You know. And then she was just like, Jamila, you know what? I'll take care of the kid. And I'm just like, what do I look like? <laughs> and okay, no judgment. I know some people do do this, you know, but I'm just like, I'm not about to have a kid. Mm-hmm. And then he's just around or he or she is just around all the time. And he's te- technically like my sibling, but I know he's my kid. Mm, I'm just yeah. like, no, nah, if, if yeah. I have this kid and you I don't want. I'm going to be the mother. Yeah. Or either I'm going to be a mother or he's going up for adoption. Like yeah. he's not going to be here, okay. you know. So I was still deciding mm-hmm. if I want to be a mother. Um, I brought it up with, you know, the baby of my father. He was my boyfriend at the time, yeah. you know. So he was just like, the decision is mine. Mm. Which is, I mean, it's kind of a cop out, you know, because it's yeah. like the decision is mine, but it affects us, yeah. you know. So I mean, yeah. he was just like, yeah, right, it's, yeah, it's up to you, because okay, um, yeah. he, you know, played a major role right? in like, the baby, fifty <laughs> <laughs> percent, exactly. Um, Couldn't be here without your half. Uh, <laughs> I think also just a lot of things I was thinking about was I, I know people who've had multiple abortions mm-hmm. and like they could still have a kid but then i know someone who's had one abortion and they can never have kids again as in like mentally it just like scarred no them? as in like physically oh it's oh. just oh wow you know sometimes like yeah. do i want to risk not being able to have kids ever again yeah. so th- there's just all these things coming into my head so i remember working at the airport um you know people knew i was pregnant yeah um and i would end up just talking to different people about how they felt when they found out they were having kids Mm -hmm. and i remember a police officer mr hopefully i don't get in trouble saying all these people's names i mean you've said a good amount of them but i know i'm gonna have to go back and edit the last names out or full names however way i feel like it it was officer he was very he was just very friendly um 
in a good way, not a creepy way. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Really, great, that, great that you uh, put that out there, guys. Yeah, he, was, he was very nice. And I don't really know how the conversation started, but I remember him telling me when he got pregnant, it was. He, he wasn't married at the time yeah, with his wife. Yeah. yeah. Wife, yeah. So <laughs> when, when they got pregnant, um, her dad was like a bishop or something. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, very looked down upon mm-hmm. that they were out here fornicating, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, just every one story that I've heard, I kind of grasped that no one was ready for a kid. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. but then. I this, feel like that's for everybody. Like, even, if you're pl- even if you're trying to have a kid. Mm-hmm. Once it's yeah. real, and like once you have the kid, nobody's ever prepared. Yeah, yeah. You, and, so and you I just kind of learn on the fly. But it's more like you're just not ever like, prepared. I even know my parents. Um, sorry, were I cut, was I cutting you off there? No. Okay, sorry. You, 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 you said like, a, uh, and then I was like, <laughs> start talking. But no, I know uh, my parents. Uh, they uh, didn't have me until they were like in their late twenties, and they were like ready to. My have mom had me at thirty-five. Wow. wow. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, my, par- my, yeah, my parents were like in their, yeah. in their old, not 35 old, yeah. but like it, a lot older it, it than was, most it was, people. It was the average people time when kids. It, yeah. you start not being Average, most people kids. have their kids yeah. probably like yeah. in their late, late exactly. to mid 20s. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Did you grew up. Did she feel ready? <laughs> 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 Did she feel ready when she had you there? Well, she had, okay, so she had my sister at 30. Well, okay, I think my mom and dad met in their like early 20s and they dated for like five years. And they finally got married. And then they went seven years after marriage before they finally had a kid. Wow. I like, like that. They were enjoying that back Yes. <laughs> Which is like, I look at it and I was, I was a kid, I was missing. I was like, damn, y'all were so old when you had me. But then yeah. I'm like, looking at now, like, I think about like, when I get married, whenever that day comes, I'm like, yeah, I want to have that. Because yeah. like, when you get married, I feel like you want to have that time. Like, I would want to have at least three to four years just to of, spend with your yeah, wife. Yeah, just me and my wife. Yes. You know, too. No. Yes. And because, you know, like my parents always said, and you know this because you have a child now. Like when you have a kid, your life completely changes. You can't just pack up, you know, one weekend and be like, "Hey, let's go to New York for the weekend." Yeah. Or let's go do this. You nah. have to focus everything around your kid. Yeah. And that's what my parents were like. Because like my sister and my brother-in-law, they've been married almost two years now. I think two years in October. And like, you know, my sister's a travel nurse, so right now she's oh. in Colorado, and my brother-in-law is going back to school. To get it, to get his degree. So he's, you know, being able, they're traveling all over the place and mm-hmm. doing that kind of thing. Cause like, I was pushing my sister to have a kid because I was like, I want to be an uncle. <laughs> I just, I, that was, I was like, I just want to be an uncle. Yeah. I want you to have a kid just so I can be an uncle. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can watch my kid. <laughs> Shoot. I'll do it. Be Uncle G. Uncle but, I, but sh- you know, they have that freedom to just pick up and go wherever they want and yeah. do whatever they want. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I can understand that because like, I would want that time. And then, like, once you get ready and you're ready to, you know, settle down, find a home, have a kid, that's when you start doing it. Yeah. And even then, the way – okay, so you, you're saying that your parents didn't have you or that your mom didn't have you until she was 35. Yeah. Even like, then, was she ready to, ha- to like, raise you? Yeah, she uh, – she felt – when I talked to her about it, she felt a lot better, especially for her, me being the second child. Mm-hmm. You know, they already had my sister. and Because mm-hmm. she was five when they had me. We're five years apart. Okay. Or f- she was, like, four and, like, about to be five in a month. Mm-hmm. So we're five years apart. And – you know, having her, she, and she, uh, she's a teacher also. She, she's always been around children. And so she was more like, she told me, she's like, I always felt more prepared, but it was still a struggle. Like, yeah. you know, she had the postpartum depression with me and like, she had a very hard labor with me. And so she had like a lot of medical issues that she had to deal with. And like, she's talking about how 
my my dad's mom and dad stepped in and helped a lot. Her mom wow. and dad, yeah, they all stepped in and helped a lot, and it made it a lot easier. And like she had a lot of like really close friends that would help out. And like um, for childcare, like we have a, a woman that I call her my nanny, but she's not related to me at all. We just called her nanny, mm. and she my mom taught her both of her oldest daughters, and then her just three girls and then a boy and the third daughter is my sister's like best friend growing up childhood because they went to the same school together and my mom said this was like the greatest gift god has ever given her was this mm. woman was because my mom like i said my mom taught her older two kids in second grade and she was like my my woman we called nanny she was like you know if you ever you know whenever you have kids and you you know if you need somebody to watch your kids like let me know and i can do that for you mm-hmm. and again she lived like 30 seconds from my mom's school. Wow. And, you know, growing up, that was my name. Like every morning my mom would wake up, she'd get us all ready. My dad would go to work. She'd pack me and my sister up. We'd go to nanny. She'd drop, she'd drop me off and take my sister to school. Mm-hmm. And then that was the child care. Yeah. And I always, you know, as a kid, for some reason, I never, I never knew like you paid people to do that. Like, <laughs> I remember the day I found out they paid nanny to keep oh, me. I was like, y'all no. paid her for this? <laughs> you know, I thought she just did it out of the love yeah. of her heart. Yeah, I know. But like rough. my dad told me one time, he's like, yeah, she literally only made us pay her like $50 a week. Okay, that's not to bad. Do that. I can yeah. afford that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not $900. And then, and he, yeah, and he was like, Jeez. and that was like, we tried to pay her more. Like we knew that wasn't enough to take care of. And it happened with like multiple teachers. Because, oh. like, my mom's kind of uh, – she knew one of her best friends at the school had two two girls the exact same – like, I think they're a year older than me. And then another one had a baby a month after me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I grew up with these girls because all the kids stayed in nannies and all the teachers went to work. Mm-hmm. And then after work, they'd all come pick us up. And, you mm-hmm. know, like – so that's like a – she was literally like a second mother to me. Yeah. And so, like, that really helped my mom. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that was like the biggest blessing possible. Yeah. And because, like, she didn't charge us. And she, she used to take me to preschool. Like, when I started preschool age, she'd take me to preschool and drop me off. Like, she treated me like I was her own son. And she yeah. had four kids of her own. Oh, boy. And Look she at still that. kept, like, five other kids. Being a real one. Um, and it was, yeah. it was insane. Yeah, and some- she didn't charge nothing. Like, she should have charged my parents, like, three, $400 a week mm-hmm. per child. And she didn't. That just shows the uh, real value of being part of a community rather yeah. than, you And know. it was like out of the blue. Like my mom just taught her kids and mm-hmm. she loved my mom or like my, the kids love my mom as a teacher. Mm-hmm. She was like one day like, you know, if you ever have kids, you ever need help, just let me know. Yeah. And my mom uh, took her nothing, up on the offer. Nothing is coincidence. And yeah. there you go. And it was like, it was just the most random assortment of things. Cause like I always tell people that about my name, they think it's like my grandmother, mm-hmm. but like I'm not related to her whatsoever. But she's <laughs> she's family. Yeah, like I've always thought of her as family. Her kids, like her her third daughter's my sister's best friend. They grew up together. They've always been best friends, and like we know their family. We go over there all the time. Still see them to this day, mm. and it's so. it's crazy. Yeah, how things like turned out that way. But yeah, my mom always said that she was she wasn't ready for Eden the first one because it was hard. You know, because they're you know, having your first kids always hard, but like once they got the hang of it, then having me, she was kind of like, it was just much more of a breeze. All right. Cause well, she already had the kid already knew how to deal with it. And plus well, she said, I was an easier baby than my sister. So, I'll <laughs> but, uh, yeah, boy, what is it? They say that girls are harder than boys. That's what I hear. Okay. But how is it for, how is it for teenage years? It is. Uh, that makes my mom sense. said I was the worst two year old ever, ever imaginable. Sounds like I was about, horrible. Sounds about right. Still <laughs> I was, right now. Apparently I was a little shit. Back <laughs> in the day, apparently. Yeah. But, but I mean, your kid, is he, is he, uh, 
blessing and you know i don't know how to word I mean, that but yeah so you know I, I know we were just talking about abortion but yeah, sorry, that took a long turn I know, <laughs> no, <laughs> it really did my fault but i am, no, I, am <laughs> I am i'm incredibly happy that i chose to be a mother you mm-hmm. know what i mean but like after it's something like i really had to think about but like, mm-hmm. when i look at my kid now i can't imagine not being able to like see his smile yeah, you know like not I mean? having him in the world yeah, yeah but um at the end of the day i chose that you mm-hmm. know what i mean so this whole roe versus wade because here's the thing there are so many other pressing issues mm. Mm. like look like there's a mass shooting every single day yeah it's just like the government, whoever the powers that may be, they can eradicate homelessness by the snap the of a finger. Yeah, wow. just like there's wow. so many other issues that you can focus on. You can actually like impart change, yeah. like better the world. Or you want to focus on a woman's right to choose, yeah. and then you have the audacity to bring in God, who mm. is who believes in free will to the utmost if you Mm -hmm. take a look at the Bible. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't force us to do anything. So all that to say, I am happy that I have the right to choose. Okay. And any woman should have the right to choose because having a baby, that's that's a lifetime. (laughs) Like, what you just said right now, in terms of, like, this whole podcast episode, it's like, yeah, that's way too much to just put on someone that didn't want it in the first place, you know? Yes, and then when the kid is actually here, what does the government actually do to help out? Exactly. Like, especially after those shootings at the school recently, it's like, you're not going to raise a kid and bring a kid into the world and be forced to bring a kid just for him to be shot dead because the government can't, you know, put... Yeah, regulations on a damn exactly school. you know like what the hell so yeah that's yeah I'm, but that's my take let people do what they want to do okay mm-hmm. i agree well thank you for sharing that i know it got really personal there but i really uh thank you very much for um putting you know for trusting us yes and yeah. opening up to us <laughs> yeah as, as much you guys as make it easy okay I, i'm glad it did i also feel like these lights helped with them i'll set the mood <laughs> a little bit but um yeah, for the future, what do you uh, dream for? What do you hope for in terms of your kid, yourself, and your family, wherever you know, you're trying to be in life? What do you hope for in the future? So I know for my kid, um, when I was younger, I used to always wish that I went to school in Jamaica. Like I, and maybe it's just a whole like, you know, the grass is green on the other side kind of mm-hmm. thing because – as I said, Jamaica is a third world country, so it's not all glitz and glam. Yeah. Glitz and glam. Um, but I hope that for him, um, he can continue to go back and forth to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I, I hope he can actually go to school there, whether yeah. it's for a year or whatever. Um, but for myself, it's not just about being a physician and like filling in the gap that I see. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, one thing. I went to the doctor the other day for a concern I had, a, a womanly concern I okay. had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was a white male. He was <sighs> he was great. He was great. But it's just like, yeah. I am giving you all this information. It's and very I, I, I can't relate to you, not only, you know, racial, but you're not even a woman. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, That's I, thing. I don't feel like men should be women's doctors. I mean, yeah. he, he was an intern, internal medicine resident, you know, yeah. but it was just, that's, that's who I got that day. So I think just overall, like, yeah, he's like having to do it probably, but you know, you just don't feel comfortable. But even then I was talking to, um, 
with someone at work yesterday and she was trying to get into uh, gynecology mm. and I was like that's a surprise that's the first time I've heard of a woman wants to go into yeah. gynecology and I was like that's a yeah. weird statement to have that a yeah. woman it's surprising for a woman yeah. to go into gynecology I just feel like it's weird like as a man weird. I wouldn't want to have a woman doctor and have to talk about man you know manly yeah. issues and man yeah. things but and I, it's that, the I same like it's way in reverse I don't think a woman would want to Mm-hmm. talk about her woman not know, even a little like women's bit. problems and women things with a you know with an older man but I just did, a man i was general. paying for it so i'm yeah. like you about to hear all my problems take notes buddy here we go <laughs> exactly but i think just in general um although i want to become a doctor i don't want that to be like i don't want that to say like, that's my purpose you know okay. what i mean like because I love, I love being able to wake up in the morning and do yoga mm, and read a book. Yeah, exactly. And have some tea and have devotion. Have a peace like, of mind before yes, going on to, into the like, day. I just want to live a life where I'm just like, this may sound cliche. I just want to be happy. Like, And I know happiness isn't like the destination, but mm-hmm. I want to get to a point where like, I'm not worried about bills. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not worried about putting gas in my car like Mm -hmm. i'm i don't want to worry about struggling Mm -hmm. struggling and not just for me but for my kid as well the less i'm focused on money Mm -hmm. the more and the um, struggle and that kind of thing yes the more i can just give him the opportunities to go live life i want Mm -hmm. my kid to be able to study abroad right and go backpacking and just like yeah if he chooses to do that if he chooses to you know so i think just in life i just want to you know, like like the Kanye West documentary, how he had <laughs> he had so much confidence in himself. It mm-hmm. was, as he said, impossible to fail. Yeah. I want to become a person who has so much confidence mm-hmm. that, like, I can literally accomplish yeah. anything. Yeah. And I want the same. Yeah, yeah, and I want the same for my kid. I don't want him to feel limited. I want him to know who he is and mm-hmm. whose he is, so that when the world tries to like. You know, put Tell him, him down. Or, yeah, that he's gonna be like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, go you for know? yourself, yeah. sir. Like, yeah, kiss <laughs> my ass. Yeah, I know. So, I know who yeah. I am. Yeah, I can yeah. say. I feel like that's something everybody is striving to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I mean, I share the same thing. Like everybody, I want happiness and to have that confidence because like I struggle with confidence a lot sometimes too. And I feel like everybody at some point in their mm-hmm. life does. Of course. But like especially here recently, like in the change from like high school to college and everything, mm-hmm. you know, it's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've been through that struggle of like, you know, kind of like not having confidence in myself, not thinking like changing majors. Like, I don't think I can do this because I'm not smart enough or I'm not, I don't have the drive or the, mm-hmm. you know, being able to do it or that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's what everybody kind of strives for is just yeah. having that confidence to just know who you are yeah. and not give a damn about anything else or what anybody else says and just be happy in the place that you're at and be happy with what you're doing. I can say that's. So I, I can relate to you in that sense of it, yeah. I can say that's someone that uh, also has dealt with a lot of confidence, especially in my young years, and even now it's a lot better now. But at the same time, it's like it's always still there because it's always you know a part of you kind of thing, and in, in a way of saying it. Yeah. But uh, one thing that I always tell myself that I'm striving for is not necessarily happiness, but just kind of like fulfillment in life. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just being able to look beyond my deathbed and say okay did i go for everything i wanted in life or did i just let my regrets you know build up you know and then on top of that it's the uh it's the idea that um confidence comes from doing what you say you're gonna do you know so if you 
say you're gonna if you wake up in the morning and you give yourself certain tasks to do and you do that at the end of the day then you can say that for that day you did what you needed to do to uh face the next day or to grow in your sense of i can do what i put myself to do you know i think uh i'm sure there's more but at least those two things are a good combination of what really creates a sense of purpose a sense of self when you approach the world no matter how fucked up it may it may get so yeah. um what a know. great way to put that i was looking at you all proud <laughs> shit as you were saying that uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm am amazed it came out all the way that because uh, I you know that was one of the most well put together <laughs> thoughts I think you've ever said, and it was on record. So I love and, it. Yeah, and it's on, it's recorded too. But yes, that's uh that's a little that's my little piece of it. I mean, apply it to your life as best as you can. But because I know, yeah, I'm saying it as you know, just a college dude, but as a single mother trying to med yeah. school and everything. I hope that that helps you and as well as anybody listening right now i hope that that piece of information i hope we touch your hearts out there ladies exactly Exactly. (laughs) but um is that all you have I mean, I'm sorry, that sounded weird, but yeah. Are you, are you done? Uh, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that all you <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Are you done? <laughs> no, no. Uh, let me rephrase that. In terms of, um, was that where your dreams stop? In terms of your son and then your personal liveliness? I mean, I'm, I'm still figuring all this out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think like Same. med school is the next step for me. Okay. Um, I do. When I was younger, my dream was to live in america for six months and then live in jamaica for six months hmm. mm-hmm. so if i could make that, go, ba- go back, back, back and forth yeah, okay. if, yeah if i could make that work somehow mm. that mm. that would be amazing yeah, i can make i can really cool yeah be, that'd be really cool like here here's a possible dream that maybe you could strive for is like once you become a doctor uh-huh. you could like work six months here work six months there yeah. and make a difference in two separate two countries separate that places. would be pretty that, cool. that that would be awesome do you have an idea of like what you like when you become a doctor or when you become a doctor, what specialty you want to go into? Or are you just going to figure that out kind of when it comes? So or do you have like an idea already? I think I do. Um, I've shadowed what four anesthesiologists at Penn State. So I was like, okay, this would be pretty cool. Okay. But then I shadowed a family medicine doctor, uh, you know, primary care physician. Yeah. I was like, I think that's what I want to do because you get to see people grow okay. and you get to establish like a certain trust. So like when they come into the office, it's not just like, what are you here for? But yeah, you can like talk first, about their kids. And yeah, like, it's not okay. like your first time meeting them. It's yes. like, a, I've known you since, yeah, it's like, like my doctor, he's known me since I was a baby. Okay. I like and every time that. he sees me, he just, yeah. you know, you have that connection with him. Yeah. So I think, I think that's what I want to do. And I feel like also with that, that's something I can I can bring that to Jamaica, <laughs> you yeah. know. But yeah. that's easier yeah. to bring to Jamaica than being an anesthesiologist, you know. So mm. I feel like, well, uh, we'll see how that all works out. Uh, well, uh, I think me and Garrett, we both wish the best for you in terms yeah. of those endeavors. I know just the woman and the person in general that we both have known you to be, and yeah. how and how much we just you know kind of learned. And like I just I can say I learned a lot about you. Yeah. Oh my! Just yeah. this sit down <laughs> that really I didn't did. know before. You know, uh, yeah. and I mean that's the amazing thing. It's like I really do appreciate people that are able to come on here and really yeah. just tell what really is going on in their lives. I feel like that's the goal too is figuring people out. Yeah, because like I, mean, I feel like every time we finish an episode with everybody, I'm like 
I just learned so much about you that yeah, I had no that, clue before. That's yeah. what I should be. And it really opens my eyes to who they are. And, and not kind of kind of makes me feel like we're all similar in a way. Yeah. You know, we may we're all different. We all have different things, but like you know, like I related to a lot of things you said yeah. on here and I'm like, wow, we have a lot of similarities that yeah. I didn't you know we shared. Two completely different people. Yeah, two completely that's different people, thing. two completely different walks of yeah. life, but like everybody, you know, we have that similarity in things. Yeah, and even then uh for you as a parent, I mean we're just two college kids, but yeah, that's it, it's like giving us the all. mindset. Yeah. It, 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 helps, it helps, at least for me, I don't know about you, but it helps me, to, it helps to give a better idea for, let's say, the woman that I'll, uh, that will be my wife, will be the mother of my kids kind of thing to be like, Let okay. her sleep in. Exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I, I want to sleep in too, but yeah. <laughs> we'll sleep in together. We'll say that. <laughs> Um, but Drop yeah, get off at the grandparents. We to sleep in weekend. This, this, this is mommy and daddy time. <laughs> that's you want a sibling, don't you? <laughs> but no, yeah, it really does help to uh, get a better um, idea of what it's like for the other person that you're partnering with in this journey called life. You know, yeah. so uh, it's good to hear like the woman's point of yeah, view. Yeah, exactly. It. So thank you very much for coming on here. Wish yeah. the best for you in the future, yeah, thank you. and thank you guys. keep shining like you always do. Honestly, oh, wait, can, can I say one thing? You. Oh, go, go ahead. I remember when I was done with orientation mm-hmm. and COU, I think I told you I was going to night shift. Yeah. And you were just like, you're going to light up, the, light up the place. Oh. Just like, you know, I think about that so yeah. much. Oh, I'm just glad like, that. Uh, but night shift is a very, that. is a very dark place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I think I've been doing that I was, I was up just thinking that. I was like, damn. Night shift is a very dull place. Yeah, yeah. But you, thank you guys for having me. It's I nice know, to see you outside of the blue scrub. Yeah, you yeah, know. exactly. It's nice to uh, feel like people again, you yeah, know, in this yeah. setting. But yes, thank you, know, you very said much. Not just the minions. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. Every time I put on those scrubs, I look at myself in the mirror and I feel like that. I'm part of a group. Yeah. No, I feel I, I feel like that scene from the Joker where you're just like a clown, uh, you know, getting ready for the day. Oh boy. But yeah, that's that's just me. But yes, thank you very much for coming on and uh, we wish you the best. Thank you, Jamelia. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And we Goodbye, are Goodbye, all you beautiful people out there. Oh yes. Uh, you have a wonderful time. We love you. And until next time. <laughs>